Oh, so, John, we're back. We are back. We are back, and, and we have late-breaking news. I don't know how <laughs> how late-breaking <laughs> this is, because anybody who got the same email as you and me also know this news by now, probably. But uh, but PlayStation, right? PlayStation Plus collection is going away. Yeah, well, it, it says it's closing. It says the PlayStation Plus collection is closing, which is a strange phrasing of that. But, uh, yeah, so from the 9th of May, the collection will no longer be available if you're a PlayStation Plus member, which is, I believe is the lowest tier. I'm guessing that's the one I'm on because I don't pay for any of the extra uh, stuff. Although I, I guess it's not for anybody anymore. I think it's going away um, completely because even for, even if you're paying the premium tier, I think it just is going away because they're going to focus on adding to that collection, really. Right, yeah, that's it. Because they have game catalog, which I think is what they call the new thing for the higher tier. So yeah. Um, it's all I, I, it's all very confusing. PlayStation does not make this stuff easy. Uh, you know they've got all the different tiers and the different things that are part. It's just the naming is a little weird. Yeah, I know it's not pretty, but I really just wish they just called it like level one, level two, and level three and be done with it. Yeah, um, at least at least I'd understand where I, where I where I am with it. Um, so I mean, it's kind of fine. Like in all honesty, the PlayStation Plus collection. You could probably buy most of those games secondhand for maybe hundred pound or something because a lot of them are like the uh, you know the classics and or whatever the whatever the branding was that they were using. Right. Um, so it's you know it's not a great loss, and I don't necessarily think anybody was signing up for that. But I will obviously be going in and making sure I've downloaded them all. Oh yeah, definitely, then. definitely. Hey, by the way, I've been playing The Last of Us Part One, the September twenty twenty two. I guess it's a remake. They're calling it not so much a mm-hmm. remaster because I I just talked about this is going to be something as a spoiler that I'm going to talk about a little bit on Max Stories Unwind. But I've really enjoyed it. I mean, I've never played the game through, and I'm not. I mean, I'm still very early in the game since I just started last weekend, but. I was even having seen so many like side by side comparison shots and everything. I was really floored by by the quality of this game and the the the, vis- the visuals. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was I was going to say the exact same thing right before you did that. I've started playing it as well because I, you may have seen I posted. I got the the Firefly edition, um, yeah. which is the which is as an aside was a, um, and again I, I did post about this, but this is the first game I've bought where there is a physical edition available, but I've got digital because this this Firefly edition, this collector's edition, just comes with a code. It's um, it's it, a steel box with nothing well, not nothing in it, but there's no game in the steel box, just a code and then the extras, right? Okay, correct. Yeah. So it comes <laughs> with you get the steel book. Right. Um which, you know, was partially what I wanted. You get a reprint of the the comics that they did. Oh, okay. That's um, nice. For the first game. You get four of those. Uh, with nice new covers. Um, I don't think I have the original ones. Um, and yeah, for whatever reason, they sold this only in the US for a while. And the US version does come with a disc. Hmm. Um, but as soon as it came to the EU, they were like, oh no, you get a, you just get a digital code. Um, so, and I wasn't going to buy it. And then I thought, you know what? This is the way it's going and I need to just accept that. And yeah. Stop being such a, yeah. such a physical hoarder. Where did you get it? Um, Where did you get it? Because I think it's sold out here. I think I looked. Yes. So this is the other weird thing. The US had this edition at launch. Yeah. Um, I got mine last week, and that was the the launch day for the EU. Really? 
and the UK. So this, not for the game, so I could buy the physical the version book. of the game. For the Steelbook Firefly Edition, huh. that didn't come out until last week for some reason. I'm pretty sure you can't get it here anymore because I w- it's not that I was going to try to buy the Steelbook myself, but I was looking at the website for doing some prep for Mac Stories Unwind, and I noticed they had the Steelbook there, and I remembered you had told me that you got it. So I was kind of poking around to see what was in it and what it came with, um, including the digital co- and see whether it was a digital code or not in the U.S., and I noticed that it said sold out. At least that was on the, I think that was on the Sony site. Maybe there's some retailers that still have it. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think it was an exclusive to Sony. And oh, okay. I feel like this kind of thing, I mean, it's going to sell out fairly quickly. Um, it, it almost feels this sort of like last bastion of like physical yeah. editions at all, really. Um, but, uh, but back to the actual game. Yeah, I mean, I've played the game twice before i think so this is my third playthrough mm-hmm. um but oh my god it just looks fantastic it plays really well like the story is still so good and the gameplay yeah. is really good um i'm kind of having a fun time i'm ba- i'm almost like playing the sections that i know are going to be the episodes oh, of the tv yeah, show yeah which we won't talk about i don't want to put spoilers in the middle of the episode or anything but um but yeah so i kind of finished the section of the game and then I was able to watch episode three and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun to like <laughs> compare the two because I couldn't necessarily remember all the details from the game. Right, right. I'm about at through episode two, essentially, with the game itself. Haven't gotten up to the episode three part yet, but uh, I just got to the part where you have to go deal with Robert, who stole your, stole your battery. So very early in the game, but uh, but still, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it really. I mean, this is this is why people like this game so much, and you know, people complain about a remaster again. You know, because this is the third rem or second remaster now. I don't care. I want the best version of this game that I can. So yeah, I do too. And I mean, <laughs> I, I liked what they did because it's like, and I, I do think it does qualify as a remake because you know, all the motion capture is the original, and all the voice acting and all that is original. But they really completely redid the graphics. Uh, and and brought them up to modern PS5 quality and and there's some interesting behind the scenes videos that you can watch on Sony's website. I think mean, they're on YouTube too, but a little behind the scenes snippets with some of the you know the director and some of the other people involved in the in the making of the game about what they did to uh, to improve it for this this release. I mean, it was another full $70. I mean, we had the game already that we bought years ago, but I had never really played it in any, in any depth. So for me, it was just like buying a new game. Yeah. That, when this turned up and Jess said, Oh, what, what game is this you've ordered? And you know, <laughs> it, was, it was a hundred pound for the, for the collector's edition thing. And I said, Oh, it's the last of us. She went, Oh, is it a sequel? I went, no, it's the <laughs> no, original it's game. Still... And she was like, she was like, what, the original game, like you've got on PS4 and PS3? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've got to squeeze these games in before uh, before baby comes because we've got like two months now. So, <laughs> Oh, boy, yeah, you got to get some, you got to get working on that for sure. It, well, fortunately, it's not a super long game, which is good. No. Uh, another game I should mention that I know you would love, Rob, is Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, it's don't. so good, Rob. I have no ability to play this. <laughs> oh, it's so so good. It's it's my favorite game that I've played in a long time. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, this is like the perfect game for me. It's I like, know it is. This is the kind of game you like. Everything I would love. Yeah, it's um, got great music. It's mm-hmm. it's very self-contained. It's a game that you don't have to really invest long periods of time into it, one sitting, which I kind of like. It, it's very self-contained. I think it's like 12 levels. It's a rhythm game, and it has incredible, incredible artwork um, and I just started it last weekend. It's part of Game Pass, so didn't have to spend any money to get it, any more money to get it. And it's also, I believe, on PC through Steam. PC and right. Steam, I think. I think you can get it separately from the, sure. uh, the Xbox store, too, if you want. But, I don't know. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I think it's $30 if you're buying it, so not a super expensive game. It's, very, it's a very manageable, smaller-sized game and a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe I can do that on my Xbox One, maybe? Maybe. Do I need a I, new Xbox? I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's Series S and X, I think. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not I entirely mean, I, I sure. Will make, I will make a note to have a look into that, because, yeah, I'd seen a bunch of people, and I knew this was a game I'd want to play, but, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I've got a PS5. I don't have an Xbox yeah x or whatever the hell well it's it'll probably my guess is that this thing will spread eventually and that you'll see it mm-hmm. eventually on like the switch and things like that because it's well it is a graphically beautiful game and it might have to be kind of it might take some hits going to the switch i suppose but i could see it being on the uh, ps5 eventually too yeah i would have thought so i'll keep an eye out for it but uh but yeah that's uh well, thank you for reminding me that I can't play that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. We ha- did you um yes. did you get a new new home pod thing? Did you get one? I did not. I did not. I did not even write about the new home pod when the reviews came out because I, I looked at them and I was like TechCrunch did like a 4000 word review of it. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and and I, I read it. I read the whole thing. It was a very good review. I looked at the Verges. I looked at Engadget. I looked. I looked at a bunch of them. And I was like, and and the the conclusion of them all was, yeah, it's basically sounds really. You know, say it's basically like the old one, but it has some new software features. Sure. And, yeah. Which which I remember because last episode was when they had announced it, and we went through all the you know, the specs where you were sort of trying to work out, oh, it actually comes with a cable, and that's, like, been confirmed now. Right, like, right. A, like a detachable cable. Right. So, I mean, it, it, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, I'm glad that there is still a bigger HomePod that sounds better than the Mini, because I have HomePod Minis, and they're good, but they are not, they are not high, they're not high-quality audio. I mean, they're good enough. They're good for, like, a bed, bedside table or maybe in your kitchen or, you know, it's, I don't know. It, 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 they're fine. And I did kind of, I, I really do like my original HomePods. They're still going strong. I have them connected to my TV. And the eARC uh, feature that they have so that you can run all of your, you know, TV and PlayStation and Xbox, all that audio through it works really well. And there's no like noticeable latency in the slightest. Um, and, and I was, so I was always kind of disappointed that, that Apple discontinued it. But then I was even more disappointed when they brought it back because it's really no different. And, and you know, you can't make a big deal of the software differences really because most of those software differences 
are have been you know backported to the original HomePod too. They're things that just happened to be added to the Mini over the last two years uh, while there was no original HomePod. So, you know, to me that's not like a real. I mean, it's not a meaningful difference. It's nice that those things are part of it, but the the thing itself is just not substantially different, other than in very around the edges ways. And I feel like it's a I feel like they got rid of it because they weren't making enough money on it and now they can make enough money on it. So they did. So they brought it back. And that this is like an accountant's thing more than anything else. It, it's like a it's like a failure of imagination. <laughs> it's like it's like, all right, I mean I guess it's good that it's back, but is this really it? I mean, what's going on? I mean, Apple's got I'm I'm going on a I'm gonna go on a rant here, Rob, because I'm very upset about <laughs> the home pod and the iPad right now. It's like I feel like there's no home strategy as far as I can tell. Now there are rumors that there are other things coming, you know, eventually from Apple. There's always rumors that there's something fancy coming from Apple. And, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, when we have our foldable iPads and our and our home pod with a that's a sound bar and has a camera in it and a TV connect, you know, whatever there's, there's lots of rumors, but, um, but there's no real products right now that have moved either one of those products forward in any meaningful way in years now. And that is kind of disturbing. And I do wonder whether it's, is the engineering talent been reallocated to a car? Is it, are they, are they, are they working on the reality pro X, whatever thing? Are, you know, is it a headset, you know, and, and the headset, I'm excited about the headset, but I'm also petrified that they're going to completely screw that up because I have no idea how they're going to make a headset and have games on it with no controller. And <laughs> there's so, <laughs> there's so many aspects of the rumors of that, that look, that sound horrifying, you know, like a, a battery that's twice as big as a, as a iPhone 14 pro max that you put in your pocket and tether to your head. Uh, and, and, and hand wrecking, you know, hand tracking, but no controllers necessarily. Now I think maybe there will be controllers as maybe an add on or something, but, but, and I actually am pretty excited just to see what Apple comes up with since this is a technology that's been around for a while. And I'm just curious what their take on it is more than anything else. But some of this other stuff that, you know, Admittedly, I don't think that HomePods or iPads are, you know, the the iPhone is where the where the money's at, and the and the services, I suppose, too, to a degree. Um, but I feel like they're kind of like stuck in the mud and languishing a little bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it feels a bit. It feels like there's a lot of rumors that they're going to fix these things. You know, like you say, new iPads and. The headset and and you know, you know, there's rumors of like you know security cameras and a like an Echo Show type thing, but it's right. a HomePod and okay, but where are these things? Because the Echo Show's been out for what four years? Yeah, five I mean that's the thing. Something? Like they they discontinued <laughs> they discontinued the HomePod two years ago, and here we are two years later, and what do we get? The original HomePod. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. It's kind of, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm definitely not as enamored, or not not as excited with what they're doing as I have been in the past. Just because I, 
it just feels like everything is oh it's i promise it's coming soon no really really it's coming soon and it's like okay just just do it apple like yeah. you're the biggest company in the world i'm sure you can make the things people want well and the thing that's tiresome about it i guess to me is that it's it's not apple really making the promises it's the the, the it's the wishful thinking of the people who like their products that that just say oh just wait a little longer you know what i don't know i mean I think at some point you got to just look at it and say, you know what, this is kind of a mess and it's a problem. And and I think that, that that's where it is. And that's not to say that I'm not, like, for instance, I'm very excited about the Mac. I think all the M1, you know, M2, Apple Silicon mm-hmm. Macs are fantastic. And I'm very happy to be sitting at a desk with a studio display and a Mac studio in front of me because it's the perfect Mac setup. It's the best Mac I've had ever. I mean... When I had I, when I had a 2016 MacBook Pro, I was dying. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> and, and now, and now I look at this setup compared to my iPad Pro, and I think, oh, you poor little iPad Pro. There's there's not you know you got nothing you got nothing to offer me except a nice bright screen these days. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's a very weird situation. Like you say, the the Macs especially are like, you know, as good as they can possibly be. Honestly, like you know, any of the Macs right now. You know, the the M2 MacBook Pros, even the M1 Air and stuff, like the Mac Studio, all of this stuff, are they, these are good Macs now that you can buy. Like, you can go on there, you pick any Mac, and it's going to be good. Like, it's going to be a solid, really good machine. And then there's everything else that's just like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and I'm still, I, I don't know, I'm, a, I'm the chump who's still paying for his cellular plan on his iPad Pro, and I'm like thinking... Why am I even? Why am I doing that? <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's because I, you know, I mean, I work from home and I haven't. I don't know. I haven't been using it much, but maybe I will once the weather gets warmer. I mean, that's the thing. Is like the iPad Pro for me is kind of seasonal. It's like it's something that's easy to take out and sit on my porch, or you know, go down to a coffee shop or something like that when I don't feel like carrying my MacBook Air. You know, I've got too many devices in my life. I think Rob. I think maybe I need to like skinny down. <laughs> I, I do have this dream of a MacBook Pro, but every time I look at the prices of the MacBook Pros, it, it cures me of getting a MacBook Pro because they, I mean, what I really want is a souped up MacBook Pro, but souped up only in terms of the storage and the memory. Because I want the screen of a MacBook Pro, but I also want a lot of storage so I don't ever have to think about it. And a lot of memory because I just like to have lots of apps and Safari tabs and everything open, and it really does make a difference. And I, just, but I don't care so much about my graphic, the graphical cores and the and the CPU. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't need I don't need an incredibly high powered system on a chip, but I do want a lot of storage and memory. And once you spec those, th- first of all, you can't spec up the highest memory and storage configurations unless you're at the higher chips that you know the and that's the problem is like the first thing i did was specced up like a five thousand dollar macbook pro i was like well that's not happening and then i I was like well maybe i don't need i I was thinking 16 inches because i could just have it for around the house i wouldn't have to i wouldn't be lugging it back and forth to an office or anything and then i thought well maybe if i did the 14 and look at the 14. The 14 is like, oh, well, that'll shave it down to a cool 4,000, which is still way too much. <laughs> and so, you know, it's there's no good solution. Um, I think really the solution for me probably is just a MacBook Air 
with a little bit more memory. Like that's the one thing that's a constraint I feel on my M1 MacBook Air is the 16 uh, gigs of of memory. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And the um, M, what do you think? Yeah, the M2 has think... 24, I think, at the peak. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're ever feeling like you've got too many devices, you box those up, you send them to me, I'll look after them for you. Know. you know, it's a nice iPad for me. Yeah, anything else you've got spare, I'll take it. It's fine. I know. I, you know, and I, I actually, I've sent so many things back to, like, Ireland with my son. But, but you know, you have to come here, Rob, because shipping things to, shipping expensive things to places like England costs a ton of money. Oh boy, does it! Because I found a place selling um, Ollie, the Twitterific bird. Ah, the, did you, know, you order little... one? Well, I was going to, yeah, and then I saw that it was twenty dollars for the for the you know the thing, yeah, and forty five dollars for uh, shipping to the UK. Oh my gosh! Uh, I do have a American friend who is who has ordered me one because he'd ordered one for somebody else in the UK. And they're both getting shipped at the same time, and then my UK contact will then ship it to me. Oh, that's um, good. That'll be that'll be cheaper. <laughs> that'll be cheaper for sure. I ordered one yeah. too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I feel like every now and then something like this pops up, and it's like I don't need more tchotchkes around my office. But on the other hand, this is such a unique piece of of online culture and history that I don't want to I don't want to lose it. So I I ordered one too. When I saw I saw Simon Stoverine had ordered one and then Joe Herbar and and Joe had the link and I I followed the and I got, I was amazed that they still had him because I didn't even see Joe's uh Mastodon post right away, but Oh yeah, no, and I th- I think they're still in stock now as far as I'm aware. Wow. Um I I, I don't understand how they have so many of these things. <laughs> somebody's got a back room full of little blue birds and is wondering why all of a sudden there's a run on the blue bird after all these years. They've just been waiting for their moment. Like, no, not yet. It's going to be a collector's <laughs> item. We know it. Thanks to, thanks to Elon, it is now. Yeah. That person's poor like wife or husband is like, oh my God, finally. Finally, these are out of our basement and into, and into the post office. There's just been a pallet of them, some, 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 some poor bugger's house that they've been like, why are these still here? Right, right. Well, I did have that moment where I thought, oh, how long have these been sitting somewhere? Are these even going to be nice anymore? I'm, I'm hoping. But I saw a picture Simon posted of his and it looks like it's fine. So, yeah, I, th- I um, I wasn't going to order one because I couldn't, I couldn't justify like, you know, twice the price just to ship it. No, um, no. But then, then everything aligned because, you know, my friend Keir was already, he was getting a shipment of it from the US. So we've just nice. combined mine with his and um, he's just down the road so he can ship it, ship it to me. Well, that's nice. That's good to know. Well, I will not, so I'm not getting the MacBook Pro, Rob. I think I will wait for the M3 MacBook Air. That's kind of where I'm sitting right now because um, if that actually goes to a smaller chip process, that will probably mean a significant boost in in performance too so why not you know what i mean plus i gotta i gotta save my money for that sweet sweet headset oh yeah you can do that because i'm not buying it (laughs) if it's three thousand dollars i'm gonna i'm gonna have a lot of explaining to do with my wife 
Yes. Yeah, you are. You're, you're going to be like whoever it was at those the, who had the Ollie Twitterific birds, just explaining why. <laughs> What's going on? Why is it so right, expensive? Right. And then I'll get it. And I'll be like, oh well, there's nothing I can do because there's nobody else who has one. I can't even call them on Facetime to have a to have a yeah. a, a Memoji meeting. Oh my god! Stop! <laughs> right, that's it. I'm calling it. We're done. Titi and I are going to have Memoji meetings for Mac stories. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's so weird yeah well let's um let's end on that note i think um, all right but that went a bit way a bit more ranty than we were expecting I for think, sure so. i've been i've had this i've had this bottled up inside me rob and i i thank you for letting me get it all out that's all right this is what we're here this is what the podcast is for i think at this point <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right all right i'll speak to you in a couple of weeks okay, bye-bye